Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. My name is Denise Eckert, and I love coming on here and sharing different stress-reducing techniques because what stress in our lives is just not good. And today I've got Ashley Holmes, who's the CEO and founder of Holistic Fertility Coach Incorporated. She supports women struggling with infertility, to bring alignment, balance, and nourish mind, body, and spirit to conceive with ease. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. Now, what inspired you to do this type of work? Really, my own fertility journey and my own fertility struggles is what led me down this path and realizing that perhaps I just needed a more holistic approach. And that is what allowed me to be able to conceive naturally, easily and quickly versus using a clinic the first time around. And I would forever choose the easy way versus the hard way. So that is what I offer to my clients. And really, it is just a holistic lifestyle change and all the things that are within our control that we can do day in and day out that affect us in a positive way and create that positive ripple effect. Now, I mean, we know stress is so bad for us, but how does stress affect our ability to conceive? It affects our hormones. (laughs) It affects the way that our, the food that we eat affects the tissues and the reproductive tissues. Everything is affected and connected in our mind and body and spirit. And it's realizing that and knowing how much it is affecting you and choosing to do something about it because there is no doubt that going through infertility is stressful but what are we doing with the stress it's funny i used to work for the ministry of health many years ago and the director of my department was having a real difficult time conceiving and she was just so so stressed out about it and she ended up adopting a child and she had a child So she adopted another child. And once the stress left her, got pregnant with twins. So she doubled her family. (laughs) Wow. Which often is the case. But when you're in it, everybody says, just relax, just adopt, just whatever. But when you can find those things for yourself, and it's not just a bubble bath, you really need to work with your nervous system to be able to come out of fight or flight mode into rest and digest mode. And that's sort of the state in place in which you want to be able to do and reset and repeat as many times and as often as you need to, because otherwise you're just endlessly releasing cortisol and adrenaline into your system. And we need to be releasing those relaxation hormones. Yeah. And living with our bodies full of cortisol is just not good for us, is it? No, it isn't. And we've all been there. We've all done that. And oftentimes we realize and recognize that we need to get off that hamster wheel. And with that awareness, you can shift everything. But it's just having this awareness of this isn't how I want to feel my mind, body and spirit day in and day out and making that conscious choice to choose a different path in a different way. I love that. So basically, your coaching centers around 
helping women just reduce that stress in their lives. What are some of the steps you take with the new clients? Uh, really, we look at all pillars of their health and wellness and what that looks like for them. And we track that and we mark that and we look at our beliefs and what is your belief in your ability and your capability to conceive? Because often women are coming to me feeling broken, feeling like they need fixed, feeling like something is quote unquote wrong with them. And it's really just allowing and acknowledging all of these things to be there, but moving through them, processing them and choosing a path forward from there that serves them and really being mindful of our choices day in and day out because everything is a choice. And so what are you consciously choosing on a day-to-day basis? Now, are there any practice that you recommend for them to do? I offer things like yin yoga, which is similar to acupuncture and that it opens your meridian lines, but this is something you can do from the comfort of your own home at your own time and space. And it's not another appointment that you have to go to or get to. And I offer yoga nidra meditations, which are sort of like yogic sleep. And anybody who says they can't meditate, you can do this meditation. And I recommend this meditation because 20 minutes of this meditation is equivalent to four hours sleep. So on the flip side, if you are a burnt out entrepreneur or a new mom, this is like your go-to, your reset to replenish, rejuvenate, and be able to carry on with your day in the way that you wish. And I offer chakra balancing, a lot of energy work, Reiki work, and Ayurveda, which is a sister science to yoga in order to be able to nourish yourself according to your inborn constitution so that you are nourishing yourself in the way that is going to optimize your health and well-being and being mindful that what we do now affects our egg quality three to four months to now. And so just choosing to prioritize your health and well-being and set yourself up to be as successful as possible. Now back to the meditation you mentioned, what was it called again? Yoga Nidra. So it's N-I-D-R-A. Now, can you explain how that's different to other types of meditation? It is different in the way that your subconscious mind will take whatever it needs from the meditation and apply it to you. And you cannot do it wrong. Even if you were to fall asleep, your subconscious mind is still going to take what it needs from that meditation. So for anyone who says, I can't quiet my mind, I can't be still, I can't, I can't, all of the I can'ts that come up, you can do this meditation and it will produce positive effects for you in all areas of your life. And it works within, in yoga, they call it your koshas. It works on all five layers of your being. So not just your physical body, your energy body, your mental body, and you get down to your bliss body and you're working on all areas and aspects of your being and coming back to your wholeness. And often the women that are coming to me aren't feeling whole. Well, it's a very stressful time. So now with this meditation, is it guided? Is it listening to something? It's not something that you're typically going to do for yourself. You will be guided through it. And there's there's a method, there's a way to do it. And there are many different kinds that you can do. If you're someone who has insomnia, find one for insomnia. If you're someone who is feeling out of balance with 
say one of your chakras and you can choose one specifically for that chakra. Say you could do a yoga nidra for your throat chakra. If it's winter where we are, you perhaps are having a raspy throat or a sore throat or you feel like you are becoming ill, you can do that. Or you're doing a lot of podcasts, you're doing a lot of speaking, right? You're using your voice. Then you can do that to help align and balance your energy and come back into balance. And now how long does that type of meditation usually take? Or what do you recommend the length that you should do it for? You can you can do recommended as 20 minutes minimum, and you can choose to do it for as long as you wish. There's many, many options available out there. But knowing that this really has been such a game changer for me, especially as a mom of twins and then a miracle baby many years later and being an entrepreneur, being on the go, it really has just been one of the most beneficial tools that I have found out there. And it is not that commonly known or practiced for a lot of people. Often people have not heard of it. Well, I'm one of them. So it sounds really interesting. So what are the signs and signals that your body puts out when you are feeling overstressed or overwhelmed? I always encourage for you to get to know your body and to recognize those signs and symptoms it's giving you on a daily basis before they are screaming at you, right? And often we're not listening until the pain is too much. And to know where you are holding stress in your body is so important and where you carry your tension, how that affects you day in and day out. For myself, I know I tend to carry a lot of tension in the neck and shoulders. I'm conscious of that. I'm aware of that. I know that if that goes on too long, then I'm likely to get a headache. So to take measures to help myself so that it doesn't reach that stage and to course correct before anything is ever arising and a symptom isn't turning into a disease, which is really just an imbalance within the body that has been ignored. Now, is that like tension in your neck and shoulder? Because I get that a lot, but I've had shoulder issues. Is that from like sitting at a desk or is that just where my stress would would present itself? Often people, there's a, I'll sort of just share the common places where people typically tend to hold their, their stress and their tension. So one being the hips. And if you're trying to conceive, you want those hips to be open. This baby needs to come out. So yes, a lot of my work not only helps you to conceive, but it's going to help with the delivery and the afterwards healing part as well. So the hips and the low back and the shoulders and neck are really the three most common places where people experience pain and tension and where they carry and hold their stress. Now, if someone was really stressed out, what would you recommend, like how often and what to do? Are there any tips that you can offer someone when they get started? Because the one thing I heard a lot from women, because I used to do some stress coaching and the first thing that would come out of their mouth is, I don't have the time. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and that, my answer for that is, this doesn't take time. It gives you time. And it gives you time in the long run and in the big picture. Because I do practices for my mind, body, and spirit daily. And I'm the only one in my household who doesn't get sick, doesn't get taken down, carries on keeps functioning because I'm mindful and I'm intentional day in and day out. And it's a priority for me. And 
it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but I get on my mat every day and it doesn't necessarily matter the poses that I do, but I show up for myself. And consistency and commitment are going to lead you to where you want to be or closer to that goal than, well, I tried it for a week and I'm hopping off the wagon because I'm not where I wanted to be, right? Because how often have we been doing things and then we want the immediate result and we want the immediate tangible thing right here in front of us. And when trying to conceive, how often have many of us been on birth control for decades a lot of the time? And then we just want to flip the switch and we expect we're going to be pregnant at the drop of the hat because that's what we've been conditioned to believe. And one in six, it's not the case. Absolutely. Yeah. I was on birth control for most of my life. It's just crazy how it's... It's part of life for women, and it's unfortunate because we're screwing around with our hormones. And It's really, I feel sad that we don't have the education behind it. A lot of us go on it at a quite early age, and then we're on it for decades, not realizing that this can be impacting us in so many ways. And often clinics are also giving it to try to help regulate your period so that you can fall pregnant. And it seems so counterintuitive and such a backwards way to go about things. And what would you suggest? I would suggest tracking your cycle and being conscious and aware of what is happening within your body day in and day out. And paying attention to how all of your systems are functioning and running because You don't have to look outside of you. You need to look inside of you. The answers are all there. And sometimes you need a guide to help you and shine a light on that. But it's all within you. And now for yourself, what do you do daily to help bring your stress levels down? A big difference for me and something I was resistant to for a long time was to wake up early before my children because I used to get pulled out of bed by mom and start my day feeling rushed and behind and just one foot after the other and so to start my day before my children get up take that time to meditate be intentional with my time and energy and to come from that state and place and have that be the basis and foundation of my day in and day out instead of the opposite has just been life-changing, not only as a mother, but as a wife and how I can show up in the world. Exactly. Because I mean, if you wake up in in chaos and turmoil, your whole day goes like that. And what I recommend for people too, like if you do have those mornings for you when you've got small children, someone might be sick or whatever, and you're woken up earlier and you didn't have the time, I always recommend, well, that's fine. Deal with what you got to deal with. And at the time where you can, restart your day. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Don't throw the whole day out of the window just because, and it's something I tell my kids as well, right? Like a bad five minutes or a bad hour doesn't need to define the rest of your day, the rest of your week, the rest of your month. And to focus on those things, really to shift that in that locus of control from external to internal and to apply everything you can to all the things that are within your control and to let go and surrender the rest because you cannot control every single aspect of your fertility, but there are things that you can do. I understand you have a retreat that you'd like to share with us. 
Yes, I am part of and I'm offering on January 20th, which is this coming Saturday, January 20th at 9 a.m. Pacific. We are offering a rejuvenating reset. And this is a virtual yoga retreat that you can participate in. It starts with tapping and a Tai Chi flow. We move into face yoga, which is just amazing. It's like better than being at the spa. And these are things you can do and apply to yourself afterwards. I offer yin yoga. And then at the end, there is yoga nidra, which I've also spoken about. And so you can experience that for yourself combined with a sacred sound bowl ceremony at the end. So it's three hours of bliss and you can get a taste and feel for all of these things and really just take the time because January is really not the time that we are meant to be cleansing and detoxifying. It's really, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's a time of sort of that hibernation, that going inward and finding that peace and quiet and stillness and harmony inside. So if you are open, we would love to have you there and welcome you into the space. Now, do you do anything online or is this all in person? This is all online. Everything I offer has gone virtual since the pandemic. And I just took the leap and decided now was the time to go online and to have offerings available worldwide online. That is so amazing. Now, I know it's January 20th, 2024. So for someone listening to the podcast after this time, do you do these on a regular basis? You do have access. So if you purchase the virtual yoga retreat, you have access to that for 90 days. So you can do that as many times as you like as 90 days. And then you can just do pieces or parts of it if you don't have time. On a daily basis for three hours, most of us don't, but take a half an hour and do yin or take a half an hour and do face yoga and allow those pieces and parts of it to elevate your health and wellness when you need it and take those bits that you need. And it is something we are going to be doing on a monthly basis because you will just glow from within and it will be the best three hours, I promise, because we started last month and it was like, no, we need we need to do this monthly. We need to offer this. People so need this and this is what they're truly seeking, even if they don't realize it. And I love the different variety that you have of practice, like the different modalities that are involved. It's a, it's a really nice, like, I mean, I love all the modalities. So for me, it would be amazing. So anybody that's listening, I will be putting her information everywhere you're listening to this or everywhere you're watching this. And what if you have any questions, reach out and ask her. We're going to be wrapping this up now. What are your final words of wisdom that you can share with the audience today? My final words of wisdom that I often leave everybody with is to do something for your mind, body, and spirit daily. And what that looks like for you is unique to you, but for your mind, whether it's beginning your day with meditation, ending your day with like a brain dump or journaling so that you're not carrying what happened today into tomorrow. And for your body, move your body daily in a way that you love. If you're going to the gym and you dread going and you can't make yourself go or you're pressing the snooze because you don't want to get out of bed, do something you love. It doesn't feel like work. It doesn't have to be like work. You can have joy and pleasure doing it. And for your spirit to connect with yourself daily, what 
ignites that spark within you that makes you feel like you. And I promise you that alone will create a positive ripple effect in your life. Wow, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Ashley. It was such great information here because what too many of us ignore the stress in our lives and we just continue with the stress in our lives and it makes us sick and it gives us that fatigue feeling, that frustration. And it's just, as you said, taking the time out to take care of ourselves actually gives us more time because we're not dragging our butts around. Well, thank you, Ashley, for such great information. Now, for an added bonus, I'm going to share with you my five top tips to lower the stress in your day. My first tip is to take inventory of your time and energy. Be aware of where you spend your time and energy. Now, is it working for you? Are you spending time on things that are important to you? And what's really helpful is writing down where you spend your time and energy. Make a list, just like when you go to a nutritionist and keep track of what you eat. Keep a log, and as you're moving from task to task, write it down. And then once you have your list, tip number two, and I love this part, is to delete, delegate, or group. Delete the things that aren't relevant in your life anymore. Delete things that are time-consuming and not worth your effort anymore. And once it's down on paper, you can see patterns. So be strong. Take that red marker out and stop doing the things that don't work for you. Because you're making room in your life for the things that are important to you. Now delegate. Take a look at the tasks that you're doing. Are you the best person for the job? Is there someone else who would be better doing it? Are they better at it? Would they enjoy it more? Could you add it on to something that they're already doing? And the next one is grouping. You group things together. For instance, if you're out shopping for groceries, you can add stopping at the library to that trip rather than two different trips. Grouping is time and energy saving. Now, the third tip is chunk things down. If our projects are too big, we get overwhelmed, and that leads to stress. What I love to do is I take a big project and put it into bite-sized pieces. I do one piece at a time, and once it's finished, I celebrate my win, and I do a relaxation practice. And chunking things down, I find it fun. And chunking things down gives you that sense of accomplishment as well. Now, tip number four is doing a morning routine. As Ashley mentioned in this interview, it will change your day. Doing something for yourself to create that intention, peace, alignment that will carry you through the day. It'll make all the difference rather than starting your day with emails, voicemails, your cell phone, news, children needing attention, etc. And I'm going to stress, it doesn't have to take long. A 10-minute practice is all it takes. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, if your day goes off the rails, start your day over. I do it all the time. Restart your day works wonders. And my final tip is if you're feeling stressed, just stop. If you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, or feel an anxiety attack coming on, this is your body telling you, please stop. A lot of us are brave souls, and some of us have the old beliefs, just like I do, where we tell ourselves to keep going. But when you keep going, you start making mistakes. And when you start making mistakes, you'll get frustrated, and that just increases the stress. So basically, you're making matters worse. And what this is, is you're creating a stress awareness as your body is telling you to stop. And on a final note, did you know that implementing relaxation practices into your day will change your life? Are you thinking, sounds good, Denise, so how do I do that? Well, great question. I've created a free self-care action plan for you to get started. 
Plus, I've listed 50 easy, fun relaxation practices that you can use whether you're doing a morning routine, taking a break, or stepping away from stress. We all deserve to live a calmer, more joyful life. And you can get that free action plan in the show notes or go to my website at www.therelaxationlounge.info. Now leaving you a gentle reminder to slow down and enjoy life, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.